Hey everyone, welcome to the Elderberry Co. podcast. My name is Jenny Watson and I am the owner of the Elderberry Co. And this is a podcast that we do just to um, let you guys join along in our journey of growing our business and figuring things out and um, just letting you get a little bit of an inside look to what we do. So our company, we uh, make Elderberry Syrup. We exist to provide families with a natural and effective way to fight colds, flus, and allergies. So um, we do that through elderberry syrup. We also make elderberry tea. So um, if you want to learn more about our company, our website is theelderberryco.com. Um, and this podcast is going to be about one of our core values. We're going through that this week. Um, last podcast, episode six, was about kindness. And we are going to tackle courage today. So um, courage actually was a value that I added after I kind of established my core values. So the the core values that I have set for myself personally uh, that also are uh, foundational to my business are um, courage, sincerity, kindness, generosity, relationships, and joy. So, um, so yeah, I didn't have courage initially. And what brought courage um, up to mind to me was actually I went to a business conference called the Business Boutique in Nashville um, back in November. And it's a it's a Dave Ramsey um, conference that Christy Wright puts on. And it's all about um, women business owners, entrepreneurs. So I learned a lot. But one of the um, one of the sessions was about was called do it scared how to push past your fear to chase big dreams and that's really what courage is about um is about fear and there has been a ton of fear that has gone in to um my journey in starting this business so um if you go to episode 2 i think um there that that'll kind of give you a little bit uh, of a glimpse of how we got started in our, our business um, episode one also shares that, but it's kind of just a rough, um, I'm kind of just talking all over the place, but it, I also talk about how I got started in my business. So, um, my business was accidental. Um, I didn't really intend to start this, but it kind of has just developed into a life of its own and it's been an amazing opportunity for me. But with that opportunity has come a lot of ways to overcome fear. So, um, I want to share just a little bit about that, um, conference and then share how we um, use courage in our day-to-day decision making and in our company to um, to keep our company about what we value which is courage um, so I'm just looking at my notes so I'm, this isn't gonna take very long but um, she talked about how fear establishes limits in our life that faith and fear require you to believe in something that hasn't happened yet Um, And fear is a normal part of our journey. It's not a sign that you're doing something bad. It's a sign that you're doing something bold. And you don't have to wait until you're not scared to do the thing you want to do. Just do it scared. And there's freedom on the other side of your fear. Uh, There's a quote by Vincent Van Gogh that says, If you hear a voice inside you say you cannot paint, then by all means paint, and that voice will be silenced. Um, Doing it scared, she talked about... um, actually talking to yourself instead of listening to yourself. Um, uh, She wrote, your mind is a multi-million dollar real estate. Be very selective about what you let reside there. Um, Say yes before you know how. Fake it until you feel it. And give yourself permission to be a beginner. And that is like in a nutshell what this podcast was born out of. Um, 
I was challenged to do this podcast by um, a business uh, course, business challenge that I'm doing um, just for my personal growth. (coughs) And part of that challenge, they said that if I want to be successful as a business owner and as an entrepreneur and and growing my company, I need to be publishing regularly. Um, And so by that, they meant, um, you know, pick a platform, a blog, a Facebook Live, a podcast and commit to regularly publishing on that. And that will do a few things that will help me um, tell my story. Um, It will help me find my voice and it will help me um, develop an attractive character um, behind my business. And so that's the the underlying motive to why I'm even doing this podcast is that I'm I'm great speaking across the the table at my farmer's market booth. I love that. I can talk one-on-one with people really well. Um, but as far as like kind of just digging deeper into the whys and hows of my business and then also just um, chatting about passions in my life and even my faith journey, I don't feel like I do that very often. And so I don't feel like I'm very well-spoken at the things that I'm passionate about and the the areas of my parenting and uh, my personal life and my, uh, my faith journey that I'm not very good at uh, communicating. So I want to get better at that. And this podcast is helping me do that. But that entire uh, challenge of publishing on a regular basis, brought in this whole wave of fear in me. And so you can even hear it in my first podcast. I'm like, I'm sitting, I'm so fearful. I'm sitting on the, I'm not right now, but when you listen to my first podcast, I'm sitting on the floor of my closet because I'm so afraid that my husband is going to listen to it. And it's so funny because it's like, I am so much more comfortable having strangers listen to my podcast than the people that are closest to me. And my husband's almost the same way about singing. He's, he uh, sings and plays guitar and he is much more comfortable standing up on a stage and singing in front of a bunch of people. He's never would, will, do that in front of just me. He's like the intimacy of that just like one person audience is too daunting for him. And I can kind of understand that because I don't think I'm comfortable at least now podcasting in front of anyone I know, let alone my husband. So, um, so yeah, that's, um, that's a little bit of a nutshell of what, um, this business conference that I went to, um, talked about in just pushing past your fear to chase big dreams. And so after I listened to that session at the conference, I decided that I wanted courage to be one of my core values. So, um, and so that means a few different things. That just means, you know, basically for me that anytime I can identify fear in how I'm feeling and my emotions, um, I know that, that I need to step up to the plate with courage. And so I'm not always successful at that, but I wanted to share with you guys a few different ways that we implement courage in our company. Um, I've said before in my podcast too, that the first biggest risk that I took that I felt was a fearful, was that I was almost overcome with fear that I almost didn't do it. Um, was when I created my Facebook page right after I started selling a few jars of elderberry syrup out of my house. I, um, I don't know what made me think to do a Facebook page, but I did. So I picked a name, Louisville Elderberry, and I made the page. And that wasn't scary, but what was scary is when I went to invite friends to like your page and I checked all my friends and I was about to hit the invite button. I mean, like, I literally remember exactly where I was sitting and... I hit an invite and I just like shut my phone off. I put it away and I was just like, 
oh my gosh, what did I just do? Not that I was thinking that it was going to be this big response, but it was just, it. I just was worried about, I was worried and afraid of what people would think of me doing what um, I just did, you know, kind of putting myself out there, you know, claiming that I was going to start this business endeavor. I wasn't even a business endeavor at the time. It was just this hobby that I was doing and I was making a little money off of it. So that was a scary moment for me. Another one um, was my first farmer's market. I I was excited when I first, I was, I've always been excited about the farmer's market. I knew I would love it, but that first farmer's market, just not knowing what, what to expect. And especially once I got my booth set up, I had one of my friends come and help me that first day just cause I wasn't sure what to expect. But you know, that first customer that comes up and, you know, asks like, what is this? You know? And, and I hadn't ever really practiced my, my pitch, my explanation of who we are and what we do. And so now like I can do that in my sleep. You know, I, I'm so excited to tell people about my company and especially in a, in a setting like the farmer's market, it's just so much fun for me. But that first day I was like, I was a little anxious of just not knowing, uh, what to say or how to say it. So that was another scary moment for me. Um, and then two other ones, um, when I made the decision to move into my commercial kitchen, that was, um, that was almost a forced decision that I had to make because I was, I was, I had met my capacity of uh, what I could produce in my home kitchen. I wasn't making enough for what my sales were, and I was, it was causing me more stress than fear. But when I finally said I have to make a change and I have to go to a commercial kitchen, then the fear just kind of like a wave again just swooped in, and all of it because it raised so many questions. It was like okay, how am I going to do this? Like, where do I find a commercial kitchen? Um, what am I going to do with my kids if I'm not going to be making the syrup in the house while they're here? Um, what is what does it look like to get approved by the health department? How long does that take? What do I have to do? How much is it going to cost? Um, what does it look like to ship? I mean, shipping was this beast of a project that I was not anticipating having to figure out all the logistics of how do I pack a box? How do I pack a glass jar full of liquid in a way that's not going to get damaged in the shipping process? Um, what do I do to make my product in the packaging look uh, cohesive with my brand and the look and the feel that I want my customers to have when they open up my product. And that just a side story with that. When I first, you know, knew that I was going to move to shipping nationwide, I had this flowery idea of, um, wanting my, um, my customer to open the box that they get in the mail of their elderberry order. And like, I joke about like, butterflies flying out of the box but you know like those beautiful subscription boxes that you get so excited to open and they're just perfectly like it's just this like page right out of a magazine like it's just beautiful that's what I wanted and that dream got like quickly uh smashed and just it disappeared when I realized that safety needs to be a higher priority right now than presentation because I need my customer to get their order in one piece and not broken. So, um, so I just use craft paper and bubble wrap and I try to make it look nice with a nice card, um, just to show them my appreciation for their purchase, but it's definitely not a pretty experience. Um, but it works for what I need it to do for now. So, um, so yeah, moving to a commercial kitchen brought a ton of fear, um, that, that whole month of September, I just spent, you know, asking a question, you know, presented with a problem, 
and finding the solution and having to just take courage in every single step that I was doing in that month to not let anything get me stuck or let me or convince me to turn back or make a a move based out of fear. And that's one thing that I try. I want to teach my kids. I have a one and a three year old, so they're not quite there yet, you know, as far as what they can understand. But, you know, I want my kids to know that anytime that they they feel fear to be incredibly careful with their decision making because they're likely going to make a decision based out of fear and not of um, the sound mind that the that the Lord gives us and um, and the the faith that He uh, puts in us as a solid foundation. Like I don't want my kids to make decisions out of fear because I feel like those decisions will always lead uh, to regret. And so eventually, you know, that's something I want to instill in them, but that's a big red flag for me. Anytime I do feel feel fearful about something, I, I know that I need to be very careful with the decisions I'm going to make based out of that fear. Um, and so like for this podcast, I just pushed through the fear. I made my first episode and then I just am committing to do it every single day. And so I'm getting more comfortable in it. I know I'm going to continue to get better, um, but it's also, you know, it's okay if not everyone listens to it or it's okay even if people give me criticism you know it's actually great if people give me criticism because I feel like it would help grow me as a as a more well-rounded individual so um the last thing that I feel like I always need courage for and this is more just out of my personality like all the businessy kind of stuff that comes along with owning a business I am not naturally good at I I like like excel I like numbers as far as like I like to balance a checkbook. Like I think that's fun and it helps me feel like accomplished. But as far as like knowing all my numbers, as far as my costs and my profits and um, all that stuff and, and even just other businessy kind of things like getting insurance and liability and contractor agreements, like all that kind of stuff is just not fun for me. And so I've had to, it's been a little fearful because I feel, feel like I'm just convinced I'm going to do something wrong and someone's going to sue me or like I'm going to get in trouble by the government because I didn't get this license or this, you know, like I've been a rule follower from the beginning. I know cottage law about making food in your home kitchen from beginning to end because I didn't want to, I didn't want to break a rule. Um, But with that also just comes a lot of fear that I'm going to break a rule, but not letting that stop me from, um, continuing to do something knowing that I might make a mistake and that mistake might cost me a lot it might not but either way I need to push forward so um so yeah that's a little bit of how we incorporate courage in our company and how I incorporate courage in my everyday life it's definitely a a learning process a growing process and I'm getting better at it so yeah um if you don't have core values uh for your personal life or business I would really encourage you to do that I'm still like new to it but it's just it's so grounding. I have it right in front of me on my, at my desk, my core values. So I'm constantly seeing those words and reminded of why I'm doing what I'm doing and, and what, why I make the decisions that I make. And so they're based out of those values. And so it really kind of centers me and keeps me grounded. So hopefully you can do that for your business too. Um, that's all for today. Um, <clears throat> I don't know which core value we'll do next, but Stay tuned for the next episode where we'll continue talking about core values and just other things along my journey in building a small business. Alrighty. Thank you guys. Bye.